Hello, everybody. We are those guys you hate. Welcome to the show that encourages you to be your best self by not being like us. My brother and I hopelessly search for nuance as we wade through wacky segments and crazy conversations. If you can withstand the insanity, you might actually learn something. Tyler, what are you going to be discussing this week on the show? Ryan, we are welcoming Brazil into the fold with another international hello, and we say goodbye to a pioneer with another happy death day. All right, I'm into it. Ryan, what about you? What are you going to be talking about this week? This week, you and I will talk about the effects of colonization on our genitals, and why does weed make some people anxious? With all this and more, you got nothing to worry about. I like little kids. No, no. No, no I, I do. No. See, I used no. to live in a world where saying that was okay. I do like little kids. I knew when I was five years old that I wanted to be a dad. I love hanging out with little kids. We have our brother's son, two years old. Love him. Absolutely. Love hanging out with him. Absolutely. But why can't I say that anymore? I like little kids. Because it's just the world that we live in now. It's it's changing. We realize there's a lot of creeps out there. And when somebody says, I like little kids, it just sends the wrong message. I should probably stop rubbing my hands together, right? Probably. Like, like you like them as a hobby? What do, what do you mean? Like, you just, <laughs> yes. you go to daycares and just hang out? Yeah, and just, you know, <laughs> shoot the shit. You know Gotta get I mean? my nap time in. Those Pokemon, they're crazy, aren't they? I got to ask you, are there more creeps now or are we just more readily aware of it? Are we being force fed the idea that there's somebody smoking cigarettes, hanging out at the daycare, talking to your kids about Pokemon? Yeah, yeah. I, I, and he keeps bragging about, oh, I was around during the original 150. We get it, Kyle. 151. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. I, you I have stopped. Mew, but you also have Mew, too. <laughs> But here's my question is, I think just like anything, there's more people now. So there's going to be- I was just about to say, yeah. More anything. Yep. But also we're being force fed the idea of be afraid. I remember when you and I were in Europe and the way that they treat their kids there are very different. Oh, very. Like you can- and when I say touch other people's kids, like if you have to like move them out of the way, nobody gets upset if yeah. you if you like brush them aside. Use the side of your foot. Don't use the point. That's mm. when it turns into a crime. Mm. Uh, you learn these tips here. Those guys you hate. <laughs> no, not the tips, Tyler. <laughs> use the side. Yeah, it's we very much are a nation of stranger danger for sure. sure. Yeah, yeah. Don't trust you know the creepy guy with the slick back hair that looks like it has way too much grease in it. Mm. You know, you're looking for the right amount of grease. Absolutely. But I I noticed that when we were in Paris, which is quite the name drop, I saw a parent walking with their very young child about five feet behind them. Mm -hmm. And I figured, you know, this is a great way to cut down on rent money. You know what I mean? Like all of a sudden you could stay in that tutu. They're just one step away from pulling up a sign, like like giving away uh, sure. uh, furniture on the side of the road. Slightly used. <laughs> No, I'm just talking about regular life, Tyler. You don't always take it there. Now, the reason that I bring this up is because I like little kids. And this week I was at Dave and Buster's, which is great place, uh, an arcade for the whole family. Yeah. There's a bar in the middle. It's just a great vibe. Sure. It's, a, it's a good time. And I saw something that I thought was interesting. I was in, you know, when you win tickets, you get to go to that little room and you get to pick out your prizes. Oh, yeah. I was with my son mm -hmm. and with Nicole, and we just went in there. Now, there was a kid who was climbing up to reach one of the prizes up on top, knocked over a shelf, got stuff everywhere. Ooh, free stuff. And the thing is with Dave and Buster's, it, especially in that spot, uh -huh. it is insane, man. There are people running around everywhere. Absolutely. It's parents barely hanging on by a thread that are just taking that one uh, chance at reprieve yeah. from their children. Just for a minute. Like, just go to the machine, let mommy drink her martini, yeah. and just leave. Get that little piece of plastic that you will look at for three minutes, and then it's I got to start back up again. But mm -hmm. until then, you know, it's it's a crazy little room, and they're giving you these prizes that are ostensibly worth nothing. You Absolutely. know what I mean? Absolutely. But it's the all theater of the mind. Mm -hmm. So this kid spills stuff everywhere. I'm watching, and I'm like, oh, that's bad. This kid then picks all the stuff back up and actually puts the shelf back up. I'm like, damn, that is awesome. Wow. What a sweet kid. For sure. So he's continuing to reach for what he's trying to get. Okay. Oh, please tell me he knocks it down again. I go over there and I help him. Like, ah. I'm like, hey, bro, I got you. Like, I, I honestly was very impressed with what this kid did. He was all by himself. Sure. Nobody was telling him to do that. I hand him the toy. He then manages to pull the package open, take the toy, 
and walked straight out of the thing. Just stole it right in front of me. <laughs> what do you do in that situation? Tyler, this is 100% real. You want me to put up a shelf and I can't even take something for my own? I was like, I, I don't think you should be doing that. I, I, I was I was in fear. Like, I didn't, I aided and abetted <laughs> in grand theft bullshit. I don't think you should be admitting this on, on air. <laughs> and I never got my split, by the way, of that octopus. He, he bailed on me. So I am left there. What, what would you do in that situation? There's nothing you can do. I am left there slack-jawed. Nicole and RJ are laughing at my <laughs> expression. Panic! <laughs> I'm panicking. I don't know why. I, I I I fancy myself just. Sure, but it's not. I mean, I guess it's morally wrong. But I mean, you got to pick and choose your battles. You're exactly right. You know? And it's not my job. I was trying to be nice. Sure. All of a sudden, I'm freaking. <laughs> AC Green, like get the car, man! I know. Get the car! I'm driving this kid around in a white Bronco. He's got a gun to his head. So, so I'm there, and, and what you said is exactly what happened. I'm like, you know what? I, I just got to eat this one. Yeah. Well, what am I supposed to do? All you can do is manage your own feelings on the matter. The kid comes back in. Oh god! The kid comes back in, and he's got the octopus. What do you do then? Uh, he's, he's now pretend like he doesn't exist. I see him shopping. <laughs> I'm watching him shopping. You know what I mean? I bet you he left and went, man. That was too easy. I bet you I could pull off a score or even twice as big. He came back with a clipboard <laughs> and he was taking notes. Okay, I'm going to give that 7 out of 10. Uh, and, and so what happened? Did he take something else? He did not. Oh, but okay. I then, as I'm waiting in line oh boy. with the tickets, oh boy. I did try to talk to him. <laughs> I, I did try to talk to him. I tried to be the good uncle. You know what I mean? The angel on his shoulder. Sure. Yeah. Dude, it's like he couldn't even hear yeah. me. I swear to you. it's He just ignored you? He had like tunnel vision. He had no qualms with cracking that thing open in front of an adult. <laughs> And, and I'm like, dude, don't, don't, oh, you, you did it. You did it. And he walked out. So he came back. So what I did no is. subtlety. Here's, brother, we need to worry about your, your approach. So as I'm there and we go up, we finally get up to the, to the, the counter with this woman who's just a younger woman, uh, you know, maybe in her early twenties, just looks like she's been beaten down by life. I mean, she, she is, probably has. she is, it's a zoo. Where all of the cages have been opened up. Oh, in. that's a great. I was thinking of just like standing in the ocean and just letting wave after wave just hit you in the face mm. with your eyes wide open. Right, right, <laughs> exactly right. I'm sure she would take that for 10 minutes. And hey, so, at least this pays better. So I said, hey, listen, there's a, there's a kid near and he's just taking stuff. I, I feel like I have to tell you it's my own moral obligation. <laughs> sure. And she looks at me and she's like, I don't know, dude. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, thank you. I, I'm going to. Just shuffle off. I've done my duty. <laughs> if that is not the best customer service I've ever had. <laughs> it's like looking at a uh, uh, flight attendant when something has gone wrong. You look at their expression. Yeah. If they don't care, you're good. Yeah. She's <laughs> like, he hasn't taken the giant gorilla, so we should be fine. <laughs> All right, Tyler, let's get into it. My name is Ryan. And my name is Tyler. And we are those guys you hate. What is going on, everybody? And welcome to another Those Guys You Hate. Tyler, after a, a, a weekend of torment, mm -hmm. and with that I mean fun, mm -hmm. you are here, you're in your chair, you're getting your bleep done. How you doing, brother? I'm good, man. How you doing? I'm feeling good, man. Just life. Life has been uh, busy for ev It's everybody, man. Life goes by so fast, but we're here to enjoy ourselves. And I mean, speaking of going by so fast, session... 113, Tyler. That's, a, a, I believe, as they say in science, a shitload. It is a shitload. I believe that is an actual unit of measurement, and uh, we should be very proud of, of that shitload that we have created. I certainly am, Tyler, and I, I'm glad to be doing it with you. Speaking of a great way to measure time going by fast, you and I love true crime. As a matter of fact, America seems to love true crime. It's big. Now, I've noticed on Netflix that true crime is kind of on the way out, and fraud is is on the way in. Uh, have, you, have you noticed that? No. You've got the, the Tinder swindler, and you got all these different... People want to see some white-collar crimes, Tyler. People are very interested in it. Yeah, I guess once you get your fill of blood and gore and murder and mayhem... It'll be you, back. You, yeah, absolutely. You know, these things come in waves, like bell-bottom jeans. It will return eventually. But yeah, you know, people have gotten their fill of it. Now they want something a little bit more... Uh, next, it'll be bank heist. Oh, man, something know? a little more palatable when I'm with my Nana. You know what I mean? <laughs> So you and I talk about how the 60s and the 70s were the heyday 
of serial killers. Yeah. And, I, and I mean that in the way of not that we're celebrating it. I'm lo- I'm looking at you, Teddy. They were, they were very prominent. They were very prominent, very prominent. And we talk about all of these, you know, big mysteries are really from like the 70s and the 80s and when kids were more latchkey than they are now. Dark ages, right? The dark ages, <laughs> right. Before the internet, I don't know that it even existed. But here's what I was thinking. I, I was kind of thinking on this. A lot of these mysteries, a lot of these cold cases, by definition, take a long time to solve. So it's not just that we didn't have cameras in our pockets. I do believe that there were more serial killers back then because the lack of technology made it easier for that to be possible. Now, you got to get it all out in one shot. You got to be a school shooter. You got to be a spree killer mm-hmm. because there's too much facial recognition technology. But like, also, don't do that, please. You know, I'm not, please don't do that. I'm not celebrating it. I will say that we do need content for this show, <laughs> but those are separate issues. Those have nothing to do with it. Then run into the school throwing pillows at people, okay? We'll talk about that. <laughs> gotcha, Tom. <laughs> so- Here's the thing. What I'm noticing now, because I take in a lot of true crime. I love Dateline. What, what you're starting to see is a proliferation of, we're now getting to be 20 years from the internet, from social media, from cell phones. Sure. And these things are slowly making their way into true crime. That is a way that ah. you can notice the time is going by. You're hearing these murder mysteries that are solved by using pictures from Facebook, mm-hmm. by going through somebody's iPhone. And really, this is just to bring up that, we getting old, dog. Like, yeah. like time is flying by. If quarantine has taught us anything, well, you know, my brain immediately goes to like when you go back and watch a movie from like the early two thousands, and they're driving a car that looks like it belongs in the nineteen fifties. Yeah, and is you're that like, Dick Tracy's car? How, how have we come so far inside such a short amount of time? How you doing, Tuts? <laughs> Everything's so sleek now. Nineteen ninety one. Looks like it's 1965. <laughs> it doesn't look like the same time. I think that year was just grainy. Not film, not footage. Sure. Just the year was grainy. Well, I tried to explain <laughs> to my son that the world was literally black and white until 1945, <laughs> but he doesn't believe me. It was really incredibly, probably, probably smart on his part. One day the sun came up and I was like, damn, this is red. That's incredible. This is Pleasantville all of a sudden. <laughs> it used to be. Tyler. We started having sex and all of a sudden color started popping up. Spoiler alert. You brought this on yourself. Speaking of bringing this on yourself, let's do the Depression Index. Now, what the Depression Index is, it is a machine that I built with my hands and with other people's hands. And Tyler and I crank it up to let you know how down we are. Tyler... How are you feeling this week, brother? I will admit that I do love how you've set it up where every time I crank it, one of those hands comes by and just gives you a nice little high five. Sure. Yeah. And if you would turn your body a little bit, a little smack on the ass too. You know what I mean? <laughs> Depending upon what mood you're in. <laughs> Ryan, uh, this week I'm doing so much better. I was in a funk over the last month, month and a half, as you well know. And, uh, and I've been coming out of it over the last week. I've been on the way up. And why is that? Because that's how these things work. They come and go, and these are, uh, your brain will never give you anything that you can't handle. So sometimes you're gonna be way up, and then boom, it hits you with something else because you gotta go through that as well. What about people who have been driven insane? Through uh, the stress and whatnot. They're not listening to this, so they won't hear. Ah, yeah, good yeah, yeah, we're for you. good. So, my, Ryan, my theme for this week is biases. Because of last week's episode, session 112, the way I just tore down billionaires just explicitly absolutely just oh, oh and let's not forget your your comments on gaff panties oh i stand by what i said oh, for those. that's that's wrong no. <laughs> okay that's some hate that i will accept it within me why Hateful. why would if somebody wants to have a fake vagina why would that bother you i'm obviously kidding do you it's just against god is all i'm saying okay well i mean <laughs> listen you can be against god if you want to yeah it's just even if i do and i do feel that way in terms of the billionaires i do that is the way that I feel. When you say that way, describe to the people who that I don't listening. believe that I don't believe that the title of billionaire should exist. Okay, I think you should get to nine 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 nine, and then that's it. You're Ar- done. Arbitrary number. Uh, yeah, just the number before a billion. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> I, I actually looked up: is it possible to be moral and ethical? Uh, as a billionaire. Oh, yeah. And obviously, there's no actual data that sure. comes back. I didn't even include it in my weekend review because there's nothing there. But what you're suggesting does, to some degree, seem to hold weight because you got to step on somebody somewhere to amass that kind of money. Somebody is not being paid properly. Somebody is, 
you know, not being treated fairly. In order for you to have this much, you got to take it from somebody else. It's the same thing with the pyramids, man. You want to build the pyramids? You want to do this great, big, grand thing? Just throw bodies at it. Well, it seemed to work in the past. I mean, <laughs> I mean, for, for the pharaohs. Well, World War II <laughs> was ended by Russian bodies just being thrown at it. That's actually kind of true. I'm saying sometimes bodies can be used for good, Tyler. <laughs> Anyway, sorry about that. Biases, right? Oh yeah. We have to watch out for our biases, and even though we sometimes, or even though we do feel that way, we have to get a handle on our anger because we should be able to express these things rationally and calmly, and not be. If, if you're dealing in absolutes like I was last week, chances are you're a little off. Well, and you know what's really great, man, and something that I'm learning, and, and forgive me for elongating. Oh, please, your thing, but really getting to that point where you can feel those things. As a matter of fact, last night I had a situation where after a few too many drinks, my girlfriend was throwing up all over the place. Who has not been there? Sorry, Nicole. Uh, but you know what I realized? Because of the way that everything I happened- I like how when she does something you don't appreciate, you call her my girlfriend. <laughs> I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to heal the wounds before they've taken As place. As if they're two different people. <laughs> but we've already talked about this. Yes. And, and here's the deal. Because of how everything happened and she needed me and I was there for her. But yeah, Because for sure. of the, the sordid details of how everything happened, I was frustrated. Mm -hmm. I was frustrated in the situation. With that being said, I knew what I was supposed to be doing. I knew what she needed. I knew that it was my job to help. And I did every single thing that I was supposed to do, all while calling her baby and all while trying to be there for her while still feeling those feelings. Absolutely. I, I know what's right. I can't control how I feel, mm. but I can control what I do with it. And I know it's frustrating about that because you want to get your frustration out. They're right there in front of you, and yet they're in no state to to uh, have a conversation. And you can't just put your head out the door like three more inches. <laughs> like seriously, I need a wet vac over here. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And that's and that you know what that that doesn't feel good as the person throwing up. Not I don't even mean the throwing up. Sure, just being a burden. And there's an embarrassment in shame inherently in it. And uh, I shouldn't have rubbed her nose in it. That this, wasn't right to do. This is the show for you. <laughs> I hope I see her way. again one day because I'd like to apologize. Ryan, this week, I am at a five. Spin it, baby. One, two, three, four, wow. five, five. That's incredible, brother. All right. Sorry, I, I totally took the, the bucket from you and threw up in it myself. Uh, Gator. All right, Tyler, today Person. on the Depression Index, where we talk about our own mental things that we have going on and mm -hmm. kind of give some advice. I don't even know that I have advice here, but I want to talk about the secondary somatosensory cortex and the dorsal posterior insula, Tyler. You know what that is. You are talking dirty to me you right now. You know what that is. I'm going to freaking put my dorsal posterior insula in you. It is the region of your brain that's stimulated when you are in physical pain. Oh, so okay. in other words, they take an MRI of your brain. Sure. They can I don't understand how all that works. Yeah, well, and it like it like lights up like a like a Christmas tree in certain areas. Exactly right. Yeah. Your brain does so many more things than we're even remotely aware of. But that is the part of your brain that lights up when you're in physical pain. Mm. And when you experience social rejection, those two feelings, which I think we can both agree, you know, spilling hot coffee on your genitalia and having, you know, your girlfriend say, hey, I don't want to be with you anymore. Mm -hmm. You feel that in a physical way. Both, sure. both of them, obviously. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yeah, my, mine is the, the the ball that you get in the middle of your chest where it feels like somebody just put like a hundred pound hot piece of lead right in the center absolutely. of your chest. Ooh. Or when your face gets white hot and you mm. get that cold sweat like you've just been caught doing something wrong. Pins and needles on the end of your fingertips and whatnot. Yeah, it's a, it's a I, physical reaction. Actual pins and needles. And I know I deserve it and I know what I did. <laughs> Uh, but you know what the thing is? Yeah, and for me, I would say for years and years and years, and I'm still getting at it, but this has nothing to do with my brain, or maybe it does have to do with my brain. This one part of my side that has been in a ball for about 20 years, ah, you know what I mean? That yeah. is slowly yeah. drifting apart. Ah. So the fact of the matter is, is that our bodies and our minds are so deeply connected. I hit this note every single week because I don't even have information for you here. That is just, I like bringing the science of these things on here. It's not me just being a kook 
which I am, mm -hmm. but also the idea of these things really have weight. These things are part of who we are as animals. I thought you were just setting yourself up for a bomb ass week in review next week. It's just like, hey, I don't have the science yet, but I'll get it to you later. You know, just talking about the mind body connection. And the next week you just walk in and be like, data, bitch, because you love coming in with science. I really do. When you I, have facts, you love it. I really do. I looked up uh, the science of crystals this week. I think that you and I are interested in a lot of things that a lot of people aren't. And I think a big reason why is because they think of it as pseudoscience. They think of it as bullshit. Mm -hmm. And when it is, I'll call it out. And when it isn't, that thing about sage. Sage is real. That's shocking to me. Yep. So nonetheless, this week, uh, up and down, but man, I'm learning to express myself. I'm, I'm really going inwards and uh, I'm proud of myself, man. This week, I am at a four, one, two, three, you don't get to high five him. Only I high five. It'd be a high four at this point, Tyler. <laughs> it keeps falling off. I love it. Now, Tyler, I asked you this morning if you could pull a douche of the week together. Did you do it? I did. Let's get it, brother. Now, what douche of the week is, it is pretty self-explanatory. Tyler and I like to think of ourselves as just general apologists for society, but mm -hmm. these people need to be called out. And we do it in the most sophomoric way possible, Tyler. As who, we do everything. Who is on the docket this week, player? Right, I've been talking about this guy for a while now, sure. and I'm going to mention him again, all right? Putin, you're fucking it up for everybody, bro. You're fucking it up for everybody. Putin shit in the punch bowl. You are shitting on the coach, Putin. Knock it the fuck off. What's going on with Putin he nowadays? He is doing all the bad things, Ryan. Talk to me. He's... he's War and genocide and, and 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 kidnapping and probably other stuff. I'm probably sure. other stuff. Let's not let's not start accusing. I'm sure. But uh, what happened to little baby Putin? Uh, what, what is what, what's his relationship like with his dad? Somebody hurt him. Yeah. No. What's true. his relationship with his mom? Yeah. Is what I want. You're right. To know. You're right. I, I genuinely would like to know that. Absolutely. We can review. Can we do that? He probably had her black bag. <laughs> Somebody probably just came in when the food was too cold. Pulled her away. I go in there once a month and make sure she's okay. <laughs> I got her the nicest shackles. That's exactly yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and and uh, he he is. I, I can't understand it. My best guess is that he's just in too deep, and he just can't call off the war because he has to save face. Well, and he is. I don't I, know. I swear to you, you literally are the place where I get all of my information on this because I avoid the real world. Smart. Because it makes me sad. It's smart. I, I, this little world that I've constructed for myself is it's fine. You know it's, what I mean? It's better than that one out there. That's exactly right. Uh, but. He's too entrenched, and obviously, it goes without saying that he's a megalomaniac. Oh, oh, by far. He's not. He's not taking in reality in the way that you and I are. Or he could just be a psychopath and just doesn't care. Is are those two things uh, not synonymous? Megalomaniac and psychopath. I don't. We, I don't we, know. We can reveal. Yeah, we can reveal. Uh, yeah, so so he is uh, so far over fifteen thousand Russian troops have died. He's oh, wow. destroying That's Ukraine. I, I, people are dying. Anyway, you guys have heard me rant about this again and again and again. All I will say is, Putin, you're my douche of the week. Well, you know, I know that there's been embargoes and there have been companies that have been blacklisted for still dealing with Russia and all that stuff, but. I think that you making him douche of the week may actually instigate change. That's what I was just about. I think this might yeah. be the straw that breaks the camel's back. Okay, you're, you're stopping billion-dollar deals. I get it. But douche is a bit harsh. Oh, guys. Oh, dude, you know what? I'm going to go into the jail and talk to my mom about this because that felt bad. <laughs> and, and fun fact, there are, people are playing so dirty now just in terms of the back and forth. They're now airing out the dirty laundry of all the different people in here. So the... A guy who's speaking on behalf of Putin, which is a, he's apparently a war criminal. Sure. He apparently has a second family in another country. What? And one of the people like speaker, like to his face was like, I'm not here uh, because you want to visit your second family ah! or something like that. It was like, like, oh, oh, time, hey, time out. <laughs> time out. <laughs> Too far, war dude. Crime. Yeah. War crime. Yeah. Geneva Convention. It was, ooh, yeah. talk about uncomfortable. Oh, man. His third family was so hurt. <laughs> Uh, so do you think the two families were like, which one do you think we are? Wait, wait one or two. I better be one B. I'll tell you that <laughs> shit. All right. My douche of the week. I'm going to do this a little different. We tend to do this a little bit differently. Sure. Putin, 
I'm sure he's a bad dude, but I've got some people. You want to talk about war criminals? I think Tyler. you do this wrong. Is you, what you, do. you want to talk about war criminals? You're going to agree with me here, okay? <laughs> okay. I grew up in the restaurant business. A lot of my a lot of my observations are from that perspective. If you're some, here's a little bonus one. If you're somebody who sits at a bar and when you're done with your plate, pushes it off oh. to the spot to either side of you. You're a piece of shit. <laughs> I'm not even going to grant you <laughs> the douche champ. Piece of shit. I hate little- you. <laughs> That's so rude. That's yeah. so rude. Yeah, push it forward, please. Yeah, pay it forward. Yeah. You're exactly right. No, but I am going to talk directly to the people who blow their nose in the linens, in the the in the the napkins that are wrapped around the silverware that what? get washed. Dude, you've never seen that? No. People will blow their nose in the linens. I'm telling you this. Forget linens. Let's say you're using a Kleenex. Take that shit to the bathroom. I am now demanding that blowing your nose is now a private, much like farting and pooping and spitting and spitting. Yeah, huh. It is a private deal. You're expelling, you know, waste. You're expelling <laughs> waste from your face. That's true. You're a waste face. That's that's a that's you know what? Not only is this right in your bias, you're right in societal standards. You are 100 percent correct. This is a douche of the week, and this is a hear ye hear ye, which I do not have preloaded. I'm just telling you, people are blowing. I'm dead serious. That's if crazy. If you're blowing your nose in a linen that you put down on top of the plate that somebody then has to deal with after you leave, I'm not a first responder. I'm not here for bodily fluids. If you're doing that, please check yourself. You are my douche of the week. I know that one's a joke, but it's also very real. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I don't mind being here for the bodily fluids, just not that one. That one's a big no-no. That uh, You generally just staggered me. Like, I- You've never seen that I in have all your never, years? Never in my wow. life have I seen that because I, I wouldn't know what to do. Yeah. I would I would well, just probably, I'd probably just start pointing like, oh, <laughs> he's doing it, he's doing it. That's disgusting. All right, Tyler. Yes, we got to move on to, and, and we're going to move on to something scientific again, because I feel like Love it. this is the nomenclature that you and I are most comfortable in. I watched one episode yesterday of something they just put on Netflix. It's called The Principles of Pleasure. I'm assuming you haven't heard of this. Mm-mm. It's like a it's like a sex ed, but like with your cool aunt. Sure. And, and she's using curse words every now and Whoa. then. Whoa. And I saw a couple of vaginas, Tyler. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were trying to not sexualize them, but. Didn't work. (laughs) Back to the drawing board, player. (laughs) Seriously, like they put on five where they're showing you that labia are are all different looking and you don't have to be embarrassed of your body, which is a very positive message. Absolutely. And I really disappointed myself when I said to my girlfriend, which one's your favorite? (laughs) So that's a true story and I'm sorry about that. I believe it. And I'm sure I can speak for the audience when they, I can say they believe it as well. I like a a meaty seat. So now Tyler. Come on. (laughs) Come on. I'm sorry about that. And it was cool. I really learned some things that I didn't know about. Let's take it away from the crass. Let's get back to the educational. Well, I think those type of shows, the the educational while also wildly entertaining, are becoming really popular. I right wouldn't now. say wildly entertaining. Well, compared to like the sex ed videos sure. from back in the day. Yeah, from your from your gym teacher. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Um everybody listen, say dick five times. <laughs> Coach, listen, I understand that you need to give this class, but you don't need to use me as a prop. That's okay. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I found out from this thing? And, and I thought it was really good. And uh, it's it's definitely worth watching. I only saw one episode. Sure. But you know what I found out on there that I did not know? Hmm. Your hymen. You're familiar with the hymen? Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. is this seal that when you have sex for the first time, you break it. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I used to go jokingly as Buster Hyman, Tyler. I ah, was yes. young. I was a younger man back then. Yes, but it doesn't only happen during sex. It can happen while riding a horse. It's That's not an actual standard for whether a girl is uh, sexually active or not. Do you know what I found out? What? Hymens do not break. It is not a wall, but more of a curtain. It actually has a hole in it. It stretches. If it does tear, Uh. much like the rest of your body, it will grow back. Hmm. Now, here's why I bring this up. Not only is that, that's just interesting information. Yeah, that is interesting, for sure. What they specify so much, this show seems to be directed mostly at women and women's body confidence and all of these different things. Body positivity. Sure. Yeah. They used the terms systemic, colonization, cisgender, Hmm. these terms over and over and over again. And they talk about how, like with that, the hymen was almost used either knowingly or unknowingly to label a woman unclean or not use. It is a way of 
keeping a woman down, Tyler. And it still is in some some areas. A lot of the terms for vagina have really terrible etymology, really negative connotations. Mm. Is that our culture just coming up with very hateful words? Uh, no, is that, just, is that what we do? No, what we do is make sure that white men that like white women Go on. are in charge of everything. Whoa! Yes, yes, and we keep the system set up this way. Now, as you can tell by that by that statement. I agree with almost everything that they said. With that being said, you get tired of it. You get tired of them just hitting that same note. Again, I agree with it. Mm -hmm. I agree with them and I'm on their side. And there's that part of my brain that's like, again, with the cisgender, with the able body, I got it. I'm white. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I apologize. And again, what they're saying is right. Yeah. And and there's that, that part of the human psyche that just wants to reject it out of hand. But if they hit it again and again and again, it's the same exact thing as if you were to scream, pay the teachers. If you said it a thousand times. I've never said that once. I agree with you, but shut the bleep up. Shave the whales. (laughs) No, that's something else. Oh, is that a different thing? (laughs) Yeah, Um, it's no matter how good the point is, is, if you keep throwing it in my face, I'm going to get annoyed. And I think that is where you're seeing so much uh, pushback on some of these things that just seem like people clamoring for fairness. And we're like, fuck you. (laughs) It's true. This is my society. I just want you to live here. So, uh, but with all that being said, clitoris, a real thing. How about that? No. Yeah, for real. No. It's like the horn on the unicorn. Next, you'll tell me the G-spot's real. Get out of here. Actually, they say the G-spot is not real. The clitoris is just enlarges, much like a, uh, much like an erection. The clitoris. I'm so confused. Hey, the vagina and the penis, very similar. Yeah. Very similar. Sure. Yep. So, Mm. Tyler and I are going to go do some more research, and when we come back, we're going to give it to you. What's going on, everybody? Ryan Menendez here. Now, I know that you're such a fan of this podcast, you already know it, but part of this advertising is me explaining shit to you that you already know. Buckle up! So much of this podcast is based on me being a total kook. Now, a bunch of people have reached out to me, and they have let me know that they want to be a kook too. Now, this isn't something that you just stumble on. It doesn't happen by accident. you got to put in practice. 10,000 hours, am I right? So what you need to do is read the books that I read. Now, what we've done is we have signed up to work with Audible so you can read the books to become a kook like me. Thoseguysyouhate.com. Now, here's what Audible wants. They want for you to go over there and get a free book that I'm offering you so you can read, you can get on board, you could sink below the waters and end up in the same place that I am. And what they're hoping is, is that you'll get that free book, you'll sign up, and then you'll forget to unsign up, and then they can charge you at least once, okay? You know it, I know it, we all know it. Beat the system by breaking that contract before that happens, or stay with them and continue to learn and grow and flourish like a big boy. So if you go to thoseguysyouhate.com right now, all of my reading recommendations are there. You can sign up and get the book for free, and then you have 30 days to cancel your membership, and you don't get beat on the deal you know you won't because you're lazy that's why you haven't moved out of your parents house we love you thank you for supporting those guys you hate and let's get back to the show those guys welcome to the show that's addicted to brake fluid but can stop whenever it wants you hate to my left tyler russian nesting doll menendez tyler how you been being is that a joke about how much thinner i'm getting through over over the months no it's actually about how you're full of yourself those guys you hate you know what i found out uh over the last couple days i don't even have this written down i just kind of want to i don't know i guess i need support here i found out and I know this is shocking, but I, we all send out naked photos, right? Generally speaking, or we have it. Generally speaking, yeah, I think most people do. Sure, I found out that I send out, as I like to refer to them, not everybody does, hog shots, like an old man. I, I don't even know what that means. I'll get back to you when I find out more about it. But apparently, my my my, I don't want to say it. Yeah, my, my photo game is not strong. I mean, bro, it really hurt my ego. What um. Was there was there a specific critique? Was it the angle? Was it the the lighting? What was the problem? Oh, apparently you're not supposed to put a little sombrero and draw a mustache on it, Tyler. Well, does this person not want to have fun? What's their problem? Geez, I mean, they're, they're just a little pee pee fiesta over here. Let's get into actual stuff, Tyler. What do we have on the docket other than my crotch? You got a happy death day, Ryan. Oh my lord! Now remind me if this is. It's been a bit since you've done these. This is where we celebrate that somebody died, right? 
No, we oh. do not celebrate somebody died. We celebrate the we do a life jig. We celebrate the life on your that grave was lived, Ryan. But we do it when they die because mm. why would we talk about you when you're alive? There's happy death day, not happy sure. alive day. Yeah, if you're if you're around to appreciate your appreciation, what are we doing? So Ryan. Yes, sir. We have to say a very, yeah. very Happy Death Day to Stephen Wilhite. Who's Stephen Wilhite? Stephen Wilhite, Ryan, the creator of the GIF, dead. The, the what? The Jeff. The Je Oh, the Jeff, the, the little Jeff. moving picture. Yeah. Uh, he died. I, I would imagine the creator of the GIF would be a young man. No, no, no. The, the people who, because Jeffs have been around for a very long time, and the people who are at the forefront of uh, the internet and all things having to do with it yeah. are old men at this point, man. Really? Yeah. Because I think of the internet as being like a 2000s thing. Old man, right? How long ago was that? Five years? <laughs> Just last week. That's crazy. Yeah, bro. so the creator of the GIF, more and more of these pioneers of, as I said, all things the internet are are dying off because, you know, this is what we humans do. We, we, we die eventually. And we're working on it. Yeah. But I will tell you... Um, it's kind of like what I was talking about with true crime, how it we're so accustomed to growing up with all the true crime stories being yeah. from the 60s. Now, all of a sudden, you know, I saw a picture of this woman with this gun on Facebook and you're like, what? <laughs> that was that was around 15 years ago. Oh, shit. Yeah, that much like having a kid. Uh, it really makes you realize how fast time is moving. It carbon dates you for sure. Yes. Looking at your kid is a lot more effective than looking in the mirror when judging how fast time is going. Um, it's true. You look at it, your kid and you're like, what the hell? It is, but there was a certain finality that you put into your voice when you said that. Just like, man, when you look at your kid, they're mm. just, it's driving me crazy. I don't like kids anymore. <laughs> well, that's better. Yay. That's better. Happy death day. Ryan, yes, you're absolutely right. We say a very happy death day. Thank you for inventing something that will eventually just be used for little 20 second uh, clips of porn. People are watching porn through Jeff's. <laughs> All right. That puts a whole different connotation on it. Yeah, when you say I guess when it, you say it like it's that, it's a very specified genre. <laughs> hey, and we're sorry to hear that for your family. And thank you for your contributions to society. Thank you for your technological and otherwise. Absolutely. I mean, I don't know what he did other than that, but that's a pretty big deal. Ryan, Ryan, now we'll jump right into international. Hello. Tyler, what is an international hello? International hello is when we, you know it when you hear the sound of the country's national anthem, Ryan. This one right here is Brazil. We say hello to a country that has started listening to us. All and right. we introduce them into the Menendez family. Let me, let me soak this in. Beautiful, grand. There's a, there's a grandiosity to it. It's, Absolutely. It's very pretty. Welcome, Brazil. Brazil, welcome. Yes. Welcome, as they say. Hola. This is Portuguese, eh? Yes, okay. their national language. Now, Ryan, let's get into the facts. Now, first fa fun fact about Brazil. Football, Ryan, or as we call it here, soccer. Soccer, sure. Yep. yep. Brazil holds the world record for the most World Cups won with five. When I was growing up, Brazil, and I don't know a whole bunch about soccer. Yeah, no, I don't either. But Brazil was the place to be. Yes. It was, it, it was reputed to be at the top of the food chain when it came to soccer. Absolutely. And they don't let you forget about okay, it. Okay, good. If, I, if I've read correctly. If you're going to put your time into it, wear it. You know what I mean? Although, Brazil, that's not flying anymore because from what I read, the last championship you won was 2002. Hey, 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 You're resting hey. on your laurels here, guys. Hey, hey, hey. I think you're getting a little Brazil nuts over here, Tyler. Relax. Ryan, fun fact, I hope, number two. Up until 2007, I think you're going to like this. Brazil held the world record for the largest bank robbery in the world in terms of amount stolen. Why would I like that? Uh, it's crime. Okay. It's crime. You, yeah. So you're under the impression that I like crime? Oh, big fan yeah, of crime. Big, big fan of crime. You nailed it. You nailed it. And, <laughs> and when I can't find any to take in, I make my own. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like Nightcrawler. The sure. Jake you, sure. You create your own scenes. I'm an independent artist. <laughs> Uh, in 2005, 
roughly 25 thieves carved out a 256 foot tunnel, that's 78 meters, and stole the equivalent of just over 70 million wow. US dollars. Ocean's 11, eat your heart out, man. That's Absolutely. incredible. Within a year, 54 suspects have been arrested, but only a fifth of the money was recovered. And the guy who was supposedly the mastermind, 26 year old Luis Fernando Ribeiro, uh, body found on an isolated road with seven bullets put in him. Huh. So wait a minute. Stealing $50 billion is bad for your health? Yeah, apparently. It's like the beginning scene from The Dark Knight. It's just you can't trust anybody, right? Well, and that's it. And you're 26 years old. You might be a little in over your head. Well, you don't know that when you're 26. When you're 26, you think you're king of the world. And now he's never going to know that because he's dead, Ryan. Well, I'm sure he's been reincarnated as a different bank robber, Tyler. <laughs> uh, which I just, I find so interesting. That is a cool story. Somebody should make a movie on it. And Ryan. Well, you keep saying it's a cool story. It's, I, I, it's an interesting story. I don't know about cool. So now we're getting into, into my use of the word cool yeah. and whether the story matches you, up to that. You know my problem with cool, Tyler. I do, I do. Ryan, the land of emeralds, largest emerald ever discovered, found there. Gigantic 256-pound emerald. Price, $309 million. Uh, emerald. My birthstone is what I would say if it was interesting. And it's not, so I'm going to keep it to myself. Um, also, I did find that interesting. A lot of rainforest, isn't it? Isn't that like the, the main the main uh, hub for rainforest or where rainforest used to be? Uh, well, the majority of the Amazon rainforest is located in Brazil because it, it spans multiple countries. And when I hear the Amazon rainforest, I immediately think of uh, burning trees, the needlefish that will swim into your urethra while you're peeing and hook itself in there. And you have to be taking it out by surgery. We can review. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Sure. Yeah. Well, that's thanks for dropping that little happy nugget in my, in my, I, I jammed it in your urethra international. Hello. Mm -hmm. And finally, Ryan, the very last fact that I have for you, a little quick one. Okay. A little short, maybe not sweet. Brazil was the very last country in the Americas to abolish slavery. Okay. Better late than never, guys. Yeah, when was that? 1888. Oh, I mean, well, I'll still... That's, that seems like a pretty long while ago, well, 1888. I just, honestly, if you're the last one, it just yeah. sounds like you're giving in to pressure. Yeah. You don't want to give it up. You're just yeah. like, all right, I guess if everybody's all doing right, it... All right, fine, we'll do it, jeez. <laughs> so, Brazil... When does become communist <laughs> China? <laughs> when China invaded, Ryan. Ah, welcome. <laughs> It's our overlords. Uh, Ryan, yes. uh, please join me in welcoming Brazil to the Menendez family. That is fantastic. In Brazil, we are happy to have you. A beautiful place. I would love to go there. I would beautiful very people. Much, very much love to go. Absolutely. Yeah. And they, I didn't even write it down. One of, if not maybe the biggest uh, festivals in Brazil, Carnival, yeah. where it is this huge debate botcherous festival that I've heard about that, you know, a sweet kid like me from Florida wouldn't sure. want to go to it anytime. I, I, you'd never see me again. Let's Tyler. You'd never see me time, again. Because he had the time of his life. I, he was wearing a coconut bra and then all of a sudden he just shimmied off into the, into the midst. Tyler, let's do week in review. As I'm sure you've noticed, Tyler and I say a lot of ridiculous things on the show. We then come back bi-monthly and find out if some of those ridiculous things were true or if we're just full of crap. Tyler, I said that ostriches bury their heads. Was I right? No. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, I was. No, you were oh, not. Oh, okay. So you say, nope. Nope. Okay. Well, here is the deal. They do bury their heads in, in terms of this. They are flightless birds who do not build nests in trees. They actually lay their eggs under the ground. Mm -hmm. Yes, you got the same information? Very much so. So they, you, you tell the second part? Where they, they are thought to uh, bury their heads in, their, in the sand because they have very small skulls, right. as we've seen. Dumb bird. Yep. And they put their head in the ground to move the eggs around to keep them uh, heated. To and distribute heat. Distribute heat. And it's thought from a distance, it looks like they're burying their head in the sand. But really, the, the fact of the matter is, any animal that when its instincts tell it that when there's danger to put your head into the ground and make you an easy target, you wouldn't last very long in, in Mother Nature. So they do do it, but not for the reason that everybody thinks that they do it for. But they burrow their eggs. They're not burrowing their heads. 
Right. I'm just saying they do put their heads underground, but not for the reason that people think that they do. That's it. I, I don't know how long I thought of that, of them actually doing that. Like a moment, like a predator comes around, they just well, stick their head right Have you the ever ground. played hide and seek with a little kid and they think that if they cover their eyes up, you can't see them? It's adorable. Yeah. And they suck at it, by the <laughs> yeah, way. Not only I mean, that. They're fucking terrible. Not only that, they don't have to worry about a tiger coming out of nowhere and biting their head off. They'd probably be better at hide and seek, Tyler. <laughs> probably. Ryan, last week we spoke on whether mood rings were real or not. Okay. Did I look up the information? Oh, yeah. Yes. Unfortunately, Ryan, there is no real science behind them. What? However. What? However, it does. And you uh, uh, said this last week. It does react to your body temperature? It reacts to your body temperature. So if you go into an anxiety kind of mode, the blood leaves your limbs and it'll change color based on that. Fight or flight. So- Wait a minute. So you're you're leaving me in the lurch here. Is it real or is it not real? It is not. There is no actual science. Well, because there is no real correlation between your body temperature and the way that you're feeling. It does affect it, of course, but there could be multitude of reasons, much like body language. Just because somebody has their arms crossed doesn't mean that they're being defensive. They could just be cold. Absolutely. It could actually help. It could help you lead to some sort of an idea, but it doesn't match up scientifically. Yeah, like you could tell from a mood ring like whether somebody is really, really excited or really, really sad, but just because it's showing that color, that doesn't mean that's what the actual mood is. That makes a lot of sense. Really bumming me out, mood rings. Now, last week, we talked about why does weed make some people anxious? Weed is a a, a street name for marijuana. Oh! Yeah, excuse me, pot. Pot. See, see, the devil's lettuce for me, I I assume that it just makes everybody anxious because who would want to do that? I mean, because you know that you're doing the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. Did I find out why? Oh, yeah! Now, listen, there's a lot of big science-y words here, but basically, THC, which is the active drug in marijuana binds to the brain's cannabinoid receptors, Mm. releasing neurotransmitters, dopamine and serotonin. Here's the thing that's interesting about weed to me. It's not an upper. It's not a downer. It really is affected by the user, their state that they're in, what their mood ring says that they're going through at the moment. (laughs) Sure. It's really, it's different for everybody. Alcohol generally has the same effects on everybody. Marijuana does not. I like that. I can't smoke if the ring's showing me red. I gotta wait for a blue. (laughs) It's a a polka dot, which I think I'm having a stroke. And that's the thing is you could be a smoker for years and it could still affect you like that sometimes. You you get that wrong uh, neurotransmitter, I guess, and you go into a deep dive of, craziness and that's why god said don't do it <laughs> i feel like i'm letting down that dare tiger that always told me in elementary school don't do drugs you guys got a tiger yeah there was a t- or a lion maybe maybe ah. it was a lion ryan last week we talked about mike tyson and the crimes of his past because recently mike tyson has gone through a foundational change sure. he has opened up thank he you is, mushrooms he is i mean yeah he is uh, gone introspective and he's really opened up a lot well, i i accused him of rape Oh, oh, I, I don't remember the rape. Forgive me. I looked up beating. I, uh, I accused him of rape. Uh, was I wrong? Nope. Oh, did he, did he, did he rape? You do your thing, then I'll do my okay, thing. Okay, gotcha. Uh, and <laughs> so did, did he, did he? Ryan, did he rape? Because because at this point, he really seems like a, like a really good person at this point in his life. I think that sometimes, much like Jim Brown, I believe, man, I'm just accusing people wackily of crimes, but I'm generally right. Could you accuse dead people at least so they can't come and try no, to beat hey, us up? Jim Brown looks like he's hanging by a thread, if we could be honest. I'm so sorry about that, Jim Brown. But he was, he was accused and I believe convicted week in review of abusing a woman at some point in time. Sure. And that isn't all that you are. Now, obviously don't do that. Let's mm-hmm. all do our very best to stay away from that. But it doesn't make, you can still do good things while being a bad person at some time. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah, yeah. As we said last week, not everybody, is, nobody is all one thing. You're exactly right. Yeah. Except, except that example we gave last week, Hitler seemed all about one thing. Not as cool, but did paint some incredible dogs. <laughs> Ryan, Yeah. he... And he's not doing himself any favors. Past Mike Tyson's not helping himself. He said that he punched his wife, Robin Givens, during an argument. And he said, I, and I quote, it was the best punch I'd ever thrown in my life. Oh, my <laughs> Jesus, goodness. dude. He also left her a message on And we don't mean to just be celebrating somebody's horrific past. No, of course not. Uh, and, and sometimes I think people coming from these dark places can really illuminate things that other people who haven't had to even think about this stuff can be really helpful. But he left her a message saying, I've decided I'm not going to kill you. I'm going to make your life so miserable. You're going to slit your own throat and die, which 
In retrospect, not great. But Tyson was arrested in July 1991 for the rape of 18-year-old Desiree Washington, who was Miss Black Rhode Island in an Indianapolis hotel room. And uh, I didn't know there was a Miss Black Rhode Island. That's the thing that stood out. Miss Black Rhode Island. That's it. I mean, hey. Rhode Island, what are you doing? Uh, they had probably have beautiful black women and they would like to showcase them in a good way. Oh, are you scared that they, they, the white women can't compete? Wow. Is that what it is? Let's move on, Tyler. Sorry. <laughs> I have a lightning round unless you have anything left. I am all done. Okay, uh, megafauna, just large animals? Oh, yeah. Could I find any science supporting crystal therapy? Nope. Could my 14-year-old son beat up the living members of Fleetwood Mac? Nope. I looked it up. There's like 14 members when it comes to composers, and I I just don't think it's going to happen. Sorry, player. You know, you should try going after the Bee Gees, who only have one living member. Oh. There's only one member of the Bee Gees above ground, and his name is Barry. (laughs) How about that, Tyler? Were they the ones who did the song, Staying Alive? Wow. (laughs) I didn't even think about that. Fleetwood Mac. You better write something fast, because my son's on the way. He's a big kid. Tyler, great yeah. job this week. You've been through the ringer and you made it back here. We got it done. For sure. I'm impressed with you. For sure. I had the, I believe it or not, I had the show on my mind throughout the weekend. You of know, course, I was, I know. I was, I was indulging. I was imbibing the alcohol, Ryan. Sure. And, and, uh, and the entire time I was like, look, I know I'm going to be hungover or whatever, but I need to make sure that there's enough left in the tank. I got to be doable. To get it done. Sure. Well, you did a great job. Now tell people if they enjoyed it, how they could reach out and talk to us. Usually you say reach out and touch us, but if you just want to talk, uh, go to thoseguysyouhate.com and uh, and please, we need your support, guys. Sure. There's a digital glory hole there, Tyler. What is... There's an app for that. The moral of the story. The moral of the story this week, Ryan, is growth. Growth, it's a, it's a chaotic, it's a messy thing, and it's very easy to beat ourselves up over the decisions that we make, uh, some of the decisions that we make. Uh, and that's what growth is. So uh, just learn to grow and be patient with yourself. And I love you guys. We love you pieces of shit. What's the, uh, what's the moral of the story, Ryan? Uh, the moral of the story is, this is going to sound like a joke, but I actually mean it. The hymen, uh, of course, ladies, sex is important. And what you do, uh, let's all be very careful about who we give ourselves to and all of those things. But it does not make you unclean. It does not make you a worse, a used person. We got to change mm-hmm. the way that we think about sex. We talk about self-respect. Self-respect. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're not a broken person afterwards, no matter how bad it goes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how to transition out of that. We are those guys you hate. Be kind or we'll kill you. All right, red circle. Red circle, Tyler. How are you feeling? Uh, I'm actually not doing as bad as I thought I would. I'm doing okay. Okay, good. I think I'm ready for the show. Tyler visited. What's it called? Mick Ultra? I was I was in the area of Ultra. I didn't actually go to Ultra. He was in the periphery of Ultra, which is a music fest that is down here in Miami that is known for. Good music, music really good music. Yeah. That's it. Also drugs. Lots of drugs. Lots of drugs yeah. over there. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's and the thing is, is and I found myself saying this again and again. We've and again. all seen that woman making out with that tree tile. Uh, oh, that poor girl. Uh, that poor girl. Did that turn you on at all? <laughs> I'm not having this conversation with you. That's a yes. Um, and I say this, I found myself saying this over the weekend. Ultra, this this whole the whole scene, it's a young man's game. Is it, it? Is, it is a young man's game. I, I I get tired now. I can't I can't be on my feet all day. I'm exhausted. That's why God <laughs> invented ecstasy, Tyler. Obviously. You're, it's it's your dietary restrictions that are leaving you with a lack of energy. <laughs> I mean, right. I think that's what everybody could say. But seriously, that girl making out that with that tree was hot. I agree. No. Um <laughs> if you haven't seen it. Go to fuckusorfikas.com. <laughs> How many times are you going to use that joke? Until <laughs> it branches out to another one. Tyler, Hi-o. they have taken... Uh, well, so I just want for everybody who's listening here on the pregame to just really pay attention to Tyler's rise and fall. We have to... Uh, Why, have am to, I going somewhere? We have to edit... Oh, yeah. The doctor called, Tyler. It's terminal. <laughs> uh, we also have... Uh, we have to edit today. It's Sunday. We do. We're doing we it do. all in one shot. So, yeah. Godspeed, my friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just... Uh, 
tip my hat to future Tyler because he's going to feel like shit. We'll make it part of the show. We'll just laugh along with it. We don't have a choice. Tyler's, <laughs> you know, weekend with the Grateful Dead. Yeah. Is a beautiful thing. Yeah, those guys can party. So uh, what do we do on the show? Do we make random observations and then we talk about it? Yeah, we try to pretend like things are interesting that we find interesting and that everybody else finds interesting. <laughs> the pretend. Mm-hmm. Is a great word there, yeah. Tyler. Uh, they've taken away the amount of alarms that you can keep on your iPhone. So it's it's uh, seemingly endless. Th- there used to be like thirty alarms, and then they'd be like, "Sorry, man, you're 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 really? flipping us out." Why do you need thirty alarms? Because I, I just set them by voice. I'm like, set an alarm for two p.m. to remind me to set an alarm. It probably shouldn't be telling you you can't set more alarms. It should just come up with a, a message going, dude, you know you're not listening to Google these alert. things anyway. Google alert. You know you're not listening to these I things. I need restrictions, bro. Don't just let me run wild because <laughs> if I need to find something, I am endlessly doom scrolling. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Steve Trabajo, take care of that. Oh, he has. Not in the way you want, though. Unfortunately, that is true you know what last week i got a nice little uh apparently we stimulated something last week when discussing sex toys tyler i had uh <laughs> okay a handful of people reach out to me uh and then back towards my belly button uh, because apparently we struck a chord with some of these sex toys i had some people reach out to us that wanted to and this is 100 true let me get the the you got mail sound ready Okay. Because I'm going to send you two things that I got that I just thought were interesting. Okay. okay? All right. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send this one over to you right now. You've got mail. And tell the listener what you got there. This one I thought was interesting, but not as interesting as my closer. My closer I got in the wings. <laughs> All right, let's There's see. There's something about sex toys that just, I, I don't know. It, it, I'm not going to say stimulate again, but people are... You know, Tyler, the old penis and the vagina sex just isn't enough for a lot of people. Do you know what I'm talking about? What are we doing as a species? <laughs> what are we doing as a species? Tell the listeners what you're looking at. Uh, this is the Baldo. <laughs> <laughs> Not you, Jeff Bezos. We're no. talking about something else. No, it's uh, it says here, uh, in quotes, we've created the world's first sex toy that will allow you to penetrate your partner with your balls and unleash pleasure that you've never experienced before. Okay, that with that last line, they have me intrigued. I I buried this, no pun intended. Oh, actually, no, pun intended. Absolutely. I, I was saying that wrong. Yeah. I buried this on the pregame because of its nature of sexuality and devilishness. Uh, but people are constantly looking for different ways to fook, Tyler. It looks like this person has just shoved their balls into a, a ballistic frame my, of some kind. My question is, how do you get your ball? Obviously, one at a time. I'm not sure how you get your balls in there, and this is totally crass, and we got to clean the show up, but I'm going to ask you. You've never seen a man put his balls inside of uh, something else? I won't specify gender. I have, yes. I I have, too. I have, and it's ridiculous. But they went freestyle, right? Like free diving? At what point are you just showing off? It's ridiculous. It's like whenever somebody wins a race and they just start doing donuts in the, in sure. the parking lot. Bro, sure. that's gratuitous at this point. Knock it off. Two donuts. Your mom is in the stands. <laughs> Kiss your mom with those balls. Uh, so they just went freestyle. They didn't need a ball dough. Yeah, I mean, I will admit that that takes some real courage. I mean, sure. I can't imagine the kind of pressure you're putting on your your scrote. I My balls do not. And again, we're so, crass. I was so sophomoric Very and crass. unnecessary, but I do believe people are interested in this. I, I just watched a show on Netflix this week that I will talk more about later. Okay. All right. Uh, that they, they highlighted all different types of sex toys. I think a lot of people don't know about sex toys mm. and they're interested, but our society has told them the baldo is wrong, Tyler. Uh, I'm usually on the side of letting people be themselves and do whatever they want to do as long as you're not hurting others what if you're hurting yourself your your balls uh, that's the whole thing i think i have to put my foot down yeah. on these balls and say no moss i got caught in between english and spanish you there. don't say it. I no like, moss no i like no moss no moss <laughs> i would imagine there's probably websites dedicated to people putting their foot down on balls tyler oh i can guarantee you there are and finally so i've heard <laughs> for a friend <laughs> All right, here we go. It has come in. This looks like some kind of contraption. Oh, my God. Now, this looks like uh, that, that contraption from Seven that they made the guy uh, F the woman to death. Yeah. Now, this one. What the ever-loving hell. Uh, heavy lifting, Tyler. I was going to say. Yeah. 
Okay, describe fifteen dollars. Show tell the listener what you're looking at, Tyler. I I honestly don't even know the, the it it's, says it's, it right on there. Uh, it's a brass knuckle Jesus dual taco holder butt plug. Now it's and wh- it's a thick butt plug. <laughs> it's a good size butt plug. Fuck. <laughs> uh, now it is. It, uh, it's hard to tell in scale. They should have put a, a nickel next to it or something, so I know exactly what I'm looking at. <laughs> Whatever, man. What I think is you should strip all these things off and just have the brass knuckles with a butt plug <laughs> on the end, and you could do some real vigilante. That's some real fisting, right justice, there. <laughs> man. Oh God, I did it again. <laughs> the fister. <laughs> The Fister strikes Why again. Why do they put Jesus on there, though? There's a mini statue of Jesus. Like, like, and it's uh, the closest thing to the butt plug. Sure, it is. And it, it's like the Jesus who presides over Brazil. That's right. <laughs> but the Redeemer. Whoever's standing behind him, is, Jesus is judging you the whole time. Well, I sent this to street producer Lenny, and his main observation was, and again, I know how crass this is, but there's a lot of different ways for men to enjoy women, women to enjoy women, men to enjoy men, and all the stuff in between. We stray further and further from God every day. Not when you're wearing this thing, Tyler. <laughs> he goes, he's with me everywhere. He's sneaking up on you. <laughs> Would you like a taco? And it says on the, the brass knuckles, have a taco. I don't know if you noticed. But street producer Lenny, his first, his inclination was, I don't think I have the butt muscles to keep those topicos from spilling out. Absolutely not. No, here's here's what I propose. Well, I, I guess that's what the brass knuckles are for. You need a friend to uh, help you out. <laughs> it's a it's a community building it's exercise. A, a support system. What about if we mounted some form of a drone? <laughs> I, now that's what I'm thinking. Wait, wait, you mean on a butt plug? No, well, just to kind of carry the load, if you will. Oh, you know what? You know what? This yeah. is we're losing ourselves yeah. here. Let, yeah, we yeah. need to get into the show. Yeah. Again, people just shared this stuff with me. I wanted to share it with you. And you know, it's just uh we're gonna be a lot more adult like when we get into the actual show. No, we're not. We are. I am yeah, I mean, there are people out there that want to know about this stuff. Uh are those the kind of people that we want? That's all we got, Tyler. Yeah, so we need to it play, really is. We need to play to our constituency. Yeah. So we're gonna do the show now. Um Hard and from behind. I I don't know. 